Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So welcome to this podcast. Welcome to this episode. We're here in our best of series, recapping season two. It was such a fun season just getting to do all these series that we did in season one and continuing and having season two on video, which we're here now. So thank you for being here. If you're watching on YouTube, you know you got to like the podcast, like the episode, uh, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff to support me. And yeah, we're going to go through, as we do with our best of series, we're going to go through each episode, kind of just some highlights. And yeah, I hope that if you haven't seen each of these episodes or any of them, it'll make you want to go back and rewatch them. And the topic Tuesdays was... It was, it was interesting because I took requests for these topics, a lot of these topics, but this season around, I only took requests from patrons. So some of them are random, and I think you'll enjoy some of these topics if you haven't seen the videos. So let's start with the first one, which was on January 12th. I think we started season two all the way back in December. So January 12th, we did the first topic Tuesdays, and it was called Becoming Resilient. So resiliency... That's a term I never really even said. I've never even said the word resilient more than like five times before I did that that podcast episode. So I had to look into the, the term and what it meant. But it was a, I think it was a very important term given the times. Because in January, if you're in Ontario watching and listening, we were going through that, that long lockdown. Plus it was winter. So a lot of people were struggling with having to be in their house, contained, confined, and just feeling like alone so it was hard for a lot of people to get through those times and resiliency that's what it's all about is being able to deal with tough times in a positive way trying to look to the positive and look for something to help you psychologically kind of get through tough times so I wanted to speak on resiliency because I think I found a way to be resilient kind of so it I felt like it was an important thing to talk about or just give my perspective on And you'll even hear in that episode, I talk about how three-legged dogs can be more resilient than us sometimes. So you got to watch this clip here, and I'll see you in the next episode preview. And from all the research, as well as this, you know, perspective analogy, I've come to my conclusion, my personal conclusion about what resilience is all about. I think the most important thing to become resilient is understanding and harnessing the two mental abilities number one gratitude very very powerful emotion very very potent and self-reflection self-awareness whatever you want to call it is being able to you know reflect on your situation in a way that's productive you know what i mean those are the two most important things gratitude and self-reflection or self-awareness whatever you want to call it i heard this perspective um on a podcast so long ago i think humans are really good at being resilient but also really bad at being resilient you know what i mean it's all depending on our on those things are we good at being uh, at being grateful are we good at self-reflecting or do we practice those things do we know how to do we try do we are we aware of that and let me give you an example because i think animals are good at being resilient i think they're naturally good for example um imagine a dog you guys probably know some dogs with three legs right there are a lot of dogs like that the day a dog loses their, their leg, right? One leg. T- 
terrible day, a lot of pain. Obviously, it's like it's horrible for the dog, right? But the next day, as long as you know they heal up and they're they're you know taken care of, the next day they're not like depressed. The dog just enjoys life the exact same way. Do you know what I mean? Even though they've lost a limb, it doesn't affect them at all. They can have a great life easily. Like the next day, seriously, like it not it won't take that long for a dog to be like, you know what? I'm still living. This is great. I feel like they are aware of that like gratitude feeling. They're able to be grateful because they don't have a lot of things in their head to think about like taxes or, you know what I mean? Like all these things that we have to worry about, COVID and stuff like that. They're able to be grateful right away. I think that's an example of how, for example, dogs can be so resilient. So why can't humans be resilient all the time? So I hope you enjoyed that one. The next Topic Tuesday we did was episode 68. I dropped February 2nd. It's called Then vs. Now. And this one was, was fun to do because what I got to do was reflect on the times then versus kind of now or in February where we were at that time. So it's it's nice to reflect. You, you learn a lot. You get a lot of perspective. And so some of the topics I got to reflect on, changes in technology. That was a big one. I kind of asked people what sort of topics I should reflect on. Uh, social interactions, how that those have changed so much. And even my personal experiences. So you're going to hear more about my personal like life and how things have changed. But also kind of more broad topics that you guys can relate to as well. So that was a fun one. And I hope you enjoy this clip. I'll see you in the next one. Let's move on to social. Uh, social, I think some of the biggest things when I think about then versus now. I was a kid. I was a millennial. I mean, I still am. But I mean, when I was younger as a millennial, I remember playing outside. Oh outside with your friends come on who remembers green boxes chilling by the green box come on if you're a 90s baby you know if you're a 2000s uh, do, we, do they still have green boxes are they still green or what i don't know so let me know but um green boxes were a big was a big thing manhunt grounders just playing at parks who remembers play places at, at mcdonald's and stuff those things were disgusting but we still played at them. We didn't care. <laughs> they were gross, but we still loved them. And again, this is all pre-COVID stuff. We didn't care about germs. We were just social. We would go out. We would play anywhere we could. It didn't seem as dangerous as it is now with all the threats. It just seemed like a more innocent time. I don't know. What, what, I, what can I say? And I would play outside with my friends a lot and just play sports, bike around, run around. We can look at nowadays. I mean, clearly I don't run around doing nothing. But in 2020, I spent a lot of time outdoors. I was going on walks. I was biking again. I fell in, I re-fell in love. What's it called? I re I I fell in love again with biking, I should say. Uh, it was amazing. I, I really satisfied my inner child. Like I was biking around places I would I would bike around as a teenager. And I felt a part of me happy that I haven't felt like for a long time. So that is to say. Doing things that you loved as a, as a kid, doing them again as you're older, you'll always love doing those things. What's up, guys? Hello, we're back. Okay, so our next episode was episode 74. Buying a car to finance or to lease. March 16th, I dropped that one. And yeah, buying a car, that's something most of us go through at some point. And this was a, this was a, was a request from a patron. And it's one that's important, especially if you're a first-time car buyer. It's important to know these things. My passion for driving and my experience with actually 
I'm on my third car right now, this one right here. So I do have a little bit of experience in this and I've done a lot of research with buying cars. So I felt like it's not that hard to talk about. I had to do more research for this episode, but yeah, you're gonna hear some some tips on when you, when it comes to buying a car because when you buy a car, that's your, the second biggest purchase you might make in your whole life next to buying a house. So you wanna make sure you buy a car the right way and you put a lot of effort into it because you can get you can get ripped off you can buy the wrong car you end up paying a lot of money so i want to make sure you guys do it right so enjoy this clip i'll see you in the next one we see that leasing is temporary financing is forever okay you own the car as long as you have it leasing's cheaper financing's more expensive but there's pros and cons of each i would say at the end of the day this is a stat here this is that uh, from a study from edmunds.com millennials are more likely to lease vehicles you know than older people and and more people are leasing nowadays as people get their licenses and they're buying cars so leasing is becoming more popular and you know we have a car for a small amount of time just like many things in life our phones we have our phone we get a new phone i think younger people like the variety as i said the spice of life we enjoy that you know like i said my car is leased and i'm gonna enjoy in a few years having a new car the new features everything that comes with the new car i'm gonna enjoy that okay so i think leasing is better overall okay because you know when let's look at the society nowadays it's 2021 a lot of people are working from home so if you're not driving a lot per day if you're not driving a lot per year why would you finance a car if you're not even driving it a lot pay less and return the car when you're done it's just cheaper and furthermore even when we start traveling and going on road trips because i would love to go on a road trip and i plan on it i've been on road trips before it's better to have a road trip in a rented car in my opinion it's not your car it's going to be cheaper all you gotta do is pay gas and so yeah, I would definitely suggest anytime you do go on a road trip, rent a car anyways. Whether you're finance, whether your car is leased or financed, blah, 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 whatever. I would just say rent a car. So really we're driving less, we're commuting more, we're working from home more and traveling with a car, with your own car, just rent a car. So overall, I think leasing's better. I would say to finance a car if you have a far commute or you drive a lot, like let's say you do uber eats or skip the dishes or something so if your car is part of your job and you're driving a lot of kilometers per day you'd have to finance a car for example anyone who does driving instructing and you know does lessons and stuff they would need their car financed for sure because they don't want to worry about how many kilometers they're putting on it per day uh, also if you are really good at fixing cars so you know how to fix a car, how to do the brakes, how to do the oil, how to do the tires, all these things, transmission, suspension. If you can fix a car from top to bottom, inside to out, you might wanna finance because you can pay for parts, do the service yourself, the entire time you have the car, you're taking care of it. So when it's time to you know, um, sell the car to somebody, you're more likely to have taken care of it because you know how to take care of cars. So if you're a car person, and you see yourself having a car, this car for a long time, finance it for sure. Especially if you're gonna be driving it a lot more frequently than people who just commute to and from work, right? Okay guys, we're back. Had a little technical difficulties. The phone overheated. As you can see, it's a nice day. 
I didn't even give any context. Yeah, I'm in my car, if you haven't noticed. It's a nice day out, and I decided to switch the scenery. So that's why we're here, and that's what happens. There, the consequence is it's too hot out for the, for the phone, so we got to keep it going here. The next episode is what I eat in a day. This one I felt very compelled to talk about. This was April 13th, episode 78. And yeah, I love food. So this one was my idea. At the time, I became I began eating very intentionally. And I mean, my whole life I didn't really focus on eating cuz I'm fortunate enough where I what I ate didn't really affect me negatively, but I had a goal to kind of lose some body fat at the time. Um, I went to, I went with an online fitness coach, shout out Jojo and the entire Aureus Elite community. So yeah, I had an online fitness coach. I was tracking my calories by using the um, MyFitnessPal app and I was getting very serious about supplements. So at that time I learned so much about food that I had to just make an episode and share with y'all what I eat in a day. I'm thinking about actually making a new episode with it because some things have changed. But to be honest, I'm not as intentional anymore, so it's something I do need to work on. So even reflecting on this episode does a lot for me. It reminds me on how intentional I was at a point. So for me, this episode means a lot, and I hope it helps you as well. So enjoy this clip. I'll see you in the last uh, Topic Tuesday preview. So, so intermittent fasting aside, let's get to the first meal. Breaking the fast. Break fast. Okay, if you didn't get that, that's why they call it that. I'll start with something low carb, low calorie, because I don't wanna just go from eating nothing to having a huge meal. So I'll have a Greek yogurt, banana, almonds, and chicken sausages here. So this comes out to about 24 grams of protein, 40 grams of carbs, 13 grams of fat. So it's only 368 calories in total. So that's, that's pretty low for a beginning of eating. Right after my meals, I like to walk because it's the best time to walk. After you eat, you should be, you have your, you should have your body in an upright position. That helps with digestion. So you, so you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be laying down. You should be upright. A lot of us, when we finish eating, we just want to lay down on the couch, lay down on our beds. That's going to upset your stomach. That's going to make digestion slower and not as effective. So I like to go for walks after I eat. Plus, I'm trying to walk. Plus, I'm trying to walk ten thousand steps every day. Again, my goal is to is to lose body fat and keep my muscle, you know, gain muscle, but mainly just keep my muscle for now because I'm not in the gym. So walking every day, increasing your steps per day. So if you do 2,000 a day, do 3,000 next week, 4,000 the week after. Walking burns calories. It does. It helps you lose body fat. So what you want to do is you want to just walk as much as you can. And hundreds of calories per day will add up. So in about a month, you'll have burned thousands of calories just from walking that's a few pounds each month from just walking alone never mind your proper eating never mind your workouts now it's time for my breakfast so you already know this is my favorite meal i love breakfast i will start with eggs and oatmeal two of my favorite foods because they're so satiating and that word i just learned recently satiating foods are foods that prevent further hunger so they are typically low in calories but high in nutrients so you feel very full after eating them there's actually a whole satiety index so you can find out which foods are higher and lower on a satiety index for example alcohol very low on the satiety index it has calories in it for sure it's got food energy but it's got no nutrients so you've experienced this before i'm sure you drink 
a beer, a glass of wine, you're just hungry for more. It doesn't really make you full. It only makes you more hungry. Here's another example that, that really resonates with me personally. I used to always buy a 10 pack of Timbits when I was at work. I looked this up, 10 Timbits is about 700 calories. And I can eat that in like, so I can eat a 10 pack of Timbits in two minutes. I can also eat a pack of oatmeal in two minutes. The oatmeal is 100 calories. The Timbits are 700. So you see the difference, how satiating that oatmeal is, but the Timbits don't have as many nutrients, so they're not as filling or satiating. So that's how the satiety index works, and that's why I have eggs and oatmeal to start my meal. And speaking of food, I do have a chapter in my recent book, How to Vibe Out, an ebook. It's the longest chapter in the book, all about food, water, coffee, and all supplements, vibrations of food. It's such an interesting take on food you probably have never heard before. You'd really love this chapter. If you haven't got the book yet, make sure you get it. The link's in the description. So yeah, if you're enjoying this video, if you're enjoying this podcast and the ideas, you're gonna love the book. So we're in the last one. The last Topic Tuesday I dropped in season two, and it was Funny Work Stories, episode 83. I dropped on May 25th. So yeah, I've worked a lot of jobs, especially in the past like five, 10 years so many jobs maybe like for a week or a few days or a year or two years i've worked around a lot of places i got some funny experiences and stories to tell so i want to share them uh this is one episode where you get to learn a little bit more about me uh, i've worked at places such as pure later i think i talked about in this episode shoppers drug mart and being a soccer coach so you're going to hear some stories and i'd love to hear some of your funny work stories so when you watch this clip maybe it'll make you think about some of your own stories Feel free to share them with me in the comments or just reminisce on some, you know. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And yeah, I'll see you at the end of the of this podcast. My next job, which is the last place I'm going to talk about, which is soccer coaching. And that was actually a really challenging job. I've played soccer for a lot of my, my, my younger years. I played for like five to ten years, I think. A lot, a lot of my youth I was playing soccer. So I knew a lot about the game. I loved it. And I had a chance to coach. So I coached kids from as young as five years all the way to 14. So I was working with kids of all different ages. And I don't even have any, I didn't have any experience with kids prior to this job. So it was coaching as it's in of itself is pretty tough. And then when you coach kids, that's a whole nother challenge. Because some of those like five-year-old kids, they didn't even know what was going on. They would, didn't know what a soccer ball was. Kids were throwing it up and down. I'm like, honestly, just just run around. Just be a kid for an hour until your parents come back. Like, I didn't know what to do for some of these cases. Then you have the 12, 13-year-olds, and they're, like, bullying each other. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, let's just play soccer. So it's just different, different levels and ages. The young kids, they could fall flat on their face, running 100 miles an hour and just get hit and fall. They just get up and keep going. They don't have any bones in their body yet. But when you get to a certain age... You fall, you're breaking something. So when you have different ages of kids, you have to look out for them for different reasons. And I learned a lot. I learned how to work with kids. I learned that if you if you favorite if you choose favorites, then everyone knows. So you have to be very unbiased when it comes to working with kids. Even though there's cool kids and there's like not so cool kids, you can't make it obvious which kids are not cool to everybody else you have to just treat everyone fairly equally and at the same time you got to be strict enough to run the drills otherwise the kids don't 
listen to you. They don't respect you if you don't if you don't like use the whistle and like yell. But you can't be too strict that the kids go home to their parents crying like, yo, I didn't have fun. I don't like this. Because then as the coach, everything comes on you. It was actually harder to deal with the parents than it was to deal with the actual kids. The kids just want to have the ball run around. Like, that's fine. You do your thing. None of y'all are going to the professionals. That's what I told them. I was like, yo, this is just this is just fun for y'all. Don't take this seriously because none of y'all are going to make it in this. I was pretty ruthless with my kids. I'm not going to lie, guys. I said some things that toughened them up, okay? that's That was me. I was the cool one who didn't do much. You know, coming from the shoppers, I'd be sitting there, legs crossed, like, yo, just... I remember one day I came to work hungover, really hungover. And all the kids were excited to play soccer. We had drills planned. We had a game at the end of every session. I was just... We had my iced coffee with... I was like this on a chair the whole time. I was like, y'all, just honestly get out of my face and run around. And they were like, like, Coach, text me. What are we doing today? And I'm like, we aren't doing anything. You're running around. I'm sitting here. And, you know, (laughs) there's days like that, too. So overall, it was fun. I did learn. I did learn a lot. But at the same time, I didn't take it too seriously because these kids just want to have fun and run around. So that's what it is. So if you have kids or younger siblings and you enroll them in sports... Don't be too serious. Like half of these kids don't even want to play the sport you enroll them into. They're just there to have fun with friends. So it's way bigger than than soccer. That's what I learned. So what's up, guys? We're done the episode. That's it. I hope you enjoyed the best of topic Tuesdays. Some highlights there. We have a few more to do. We have best of music Mondays to do. We have best of feature Fridays, which is going to come last because that's the one everyone's waiting for. Because the Feature Fridays, I know that's kind of like a fan favorite around here. So we have those coming up. But next episode is going to be the What Sets Your Soul on Fire. So be on the lookout for that one. That's coming very soon. And yeah, thanks for joining this episode. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching, listening. Make sure you share the episode with someone that you care about. And make sure you download, subscribe, view, like, all that stuff. I appreciate it. So thank you for being here. And I'll see you in the next one. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Bye.